Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is always good to get to share uh, stories from those who have served with our Office of International Mission, with our partner churches around the world, and always a delight to have Ann Gonzalez, Manager of Short-Term Training and Engagement at the Office of International Mission here at the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Ann, thanks for being here today. I mean, I'm a weekly recurring guest at this, this point. This is true. <laughs> thanks for always having us. This, you, don't, you don't even need us. You, you could no, do this, right? We, we could just leave. This is true. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. We do need you. <laughs> um, so uh, getting to share the, the, the story of uh, our short-term teams that have served in a number of places. We talked about Mercy Medical Teams and um, community health education as well. This time is a little bit different uh, because a lot of those teams have been adults. Now we're talking about youth serving internationally. And this is really Correct. exciting. Yes. yes, it is. And who better to uh, to lead a team of youth than a director of Christian education, right? Yes. DCE's in the house. Uh, joining oh, us, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> joining us by phone today, Jim Meyer, DCE, Director of Christian Education and Community Lutheran Church, Escondido, California. Jim, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Oh, my pleasure. Great to be with you guys. Uh, Jim, what prompted you to consider an international trip? I know you've been on multiple trips. What was it that, that got you to consider that the first time around with a, a team of youth? Um, it was actually the youth themselves. Um, they came in and talked about it and said, hey, we'd really like to to be to do something internationally. Um, and so we started looking at the possibilities. And at that time, I was working at uh, Concordia Kirkwood there in, in mm. St. Louis. And luckily had um, David Berner's daughter, Diana, um, who had experience in Hong Kong and said, hey, I know this teacher at the international school there in Hong Kong and said, you know, he takes groups into, into mainland China and, you know, he'd love to do it, to take a group. And so from that point on, we started planning with that and, and with the help of uh, Marty Schmidt at the Hong Kong International School, um, took my first group over there in 2002 um, into Hong Kong and mainland China and kind of have been kind of doing stuff ever since now. Now, taking a group of youth is, I'm, I'm imagining, a very different experience than taking or going with a group of adults. Uh, there are a lot more things to consider, um, I'm assuming. Uh, what, what were some of the, the things to consider, specifically with a youth group, uh, some of the concerns that you had um, and, and how, you, how you managed to uh, work through those things? Um, one of the biggest things is, is probably just cost um, um, and trying to fund these kind of events um, because it does cost a lot to, to go overseas. And a lot of the cost is just dealing with um, airfare and stuff like that. But you've got kids who don't have passports yet. You've got parents that are a little bit worried about sending their kids all the way over to Hong Kong or China or, or Eastern Europe and stuff. Um, and so you just got to work through those, keep con you know, communication open with parents, uh, fundraise as much as you can, um, and then I've been lucky. We've had some some special donors that have come forward over the years that have have helped bring the costs down for the kids to be able to go. Um, but just trying to keep everybody safe um, when you when you go overseas in in especially into like mainland China where you've got to get. Um, not only passports, but you got to get other documentation in order to go in and making sure all the documentation is correct and, and stuff like that. It just, it's just a little bit more documents. You just got to plan a little bit more ahead um, yep. and stay on top of stuff. And that's something we work we work with uh, youth leaders on. Have you learned how to say in loco parentis in in Mandarin? <laughs> <laughs> so every DCE no, I probably knows. About that. 
<laughs> working with Ann and working through LCMS World Missions, and, and they're, they're, they've been fantastic to work with. Um, she does make it, they make it real easy to take groups um, internationally now through their work and working with the missionaries. And it really is. It, it's made it a lot easier from when I first started in 2002, where I was doing a lot of that myself, to now, you know, what we're doing now is it's a lot easier. So tell us about who you served or what kind of service you did, either in Poland or Hong Kong or, or one of the places you've served with a youth team. Um, mostly we're working with, with children doing like a VBS camp. Um, and so we'll go in for like a week um, and plan our curriculum and, and do that stuff ahead of time and then go in and kind of work with a group of children or something like that, doing Bible class or Bible school lessons, uh, helping them work on their English skills. Sometimes sometimes the kids know oh, pretty good English. I mean, other times it's a little bit more of a struggle, and we have to work through some translators and, and things like that. Um, but most of the time it's been with children. Sure. Um, I know one time in Hong Kong we did some work with some elderly for an afternoon. Hmm. Um, we've done work with adults and doing some, some language skill stuff. I know we've done some, like, night school things at the time um, where we just spend some time talking with, with college-age students or adults who wanted to work on their English skills, and so we were kind of there. They'd practice on us, and we'd kind of help them with some words and stuff like that or phrases or, or sentences and stuff like that, helping them get through some of that. Sure. What do your what are the, what did the youth learn uh, while they're serving? What kinds of experiences do they get to have uh, as they're going through these in, in, in through these trips? Sure, um, I've got three things I want them to learn. One, I want them to see a missionary at work, and so a lot mm. of the times when we work with somebody, I really want them to see what they're doing and how they work. And each missionary is a little bit different. What what Ben Helgi does in uh, in Czech Republic and how he do, does his missionary work and works a lot with the young people and, and college-age students and stuff like that is a lot different than maybe what's been done in Hong Kong and, and things like that. So I really want them to experience, see what a missionary really does in their in their home country. Um, I want them to be able to use their abilities. Um, and so when we do our VBS camp, we really look at what what kids, what skills do my kids have that they can put into work at that camp um, and or whatever we're doing so if they're more athletic you know they're doing some more of the game stuff if they're musically gifted um, they're leading some of the songs and music that we have to do as for opening devotions and things like that or um, are they really strong in english skills and and some of that so they're working more in those things and so they're really using their skills i want them to be able to use those skills but also get them out of their comfort zone a little bit. I'll have to push them. Obviously, being in a in a foreign country is going to push them anyway. Um, but push them a little bit maybe to get out of their comfort zone and to do some of that stuff. Um, and then the biggest thing is is just learning about a different culture, um, and, and experiencing a different culture than what they're used to. Um, when we're sitting in a church in, in, in Poland and we don't understand every, anything that's going on inside the worship service, but all of a sudden, you know, the, the, they'll recognize a tune that's being played on the organ. And all of a sudden, hey, we, we, we know this song. We can sing this song in English. And so it's, that's kind of a fun thing that we, we experience their culture, but realize, wait a minute, we're all in the worshiping the same God. We're all praying to the same God. We've all got the same kind of thing. Um, it's just in a different language, which is fun. How does a, an experience of serving internationally like this, whether it's Poland or Hong Kong, um, how does that make a difference then for them in their daily lives back at home? Or how does that make a difference for them in congregational life back at home? I think it opens, 
they've experienced some stuff that maybe the congregation hasn't experienced, hasn't given been given a chance. And so I think the congregation kind of looks at them as, as saying, hey, that's kind of a cool experience for their kids. And so it puts them in a different light. Um, rather than the high school congregation might be just looking, oh, that's just a bunch of crazy high school kids. You know, they're just doing lock-ins and stuff like that. Um, I think it puts them in a different light when the congregation looks at them because they've actually gone out and done some service work. Um, and I think it has have an impact on, on different cultures that they experience within the high school setting or when they step onto a college campus. Um, and, you know, they understand what a little bit about what the Chinese culture is because they've walked in it. They understand a little bit about what's coming out of a Latin America and things like that because they've, they've walked those streets and some of that. Um, now, they've only been there for maybe two weeks, but at least you've learned a little bit on those two weeks while you were there. Um, I've got, you know, one, one of my uh, former youth kids is now serving in Taiwan. Um, and doing a two-year mission work um, through Concordia Seward and stuff like that, working there in Taiwan. And I've got another one who's working through Peace Corps in Morocco. Wow. Um, and so we've had some different they've, – they've made some life choices um, based on some of the experience they've had with us. So I think it does impact them heavily, and if nothing else than just their world attitude about the opportunities that maybe the world gives them as they move into college or as they can become a young adult that, hey, I can I can live in another country. I can go see that another country. I've done this before. I know how to, to get through customs, and I've done this kind of thing before. Sure. What advice might you share with other youth leaders who are considering an international uh, mission trip for youth? I think biggest thing is, is contact Ann at, at, at Delphina. <laughs> I was not fishing. <laughs> I know you weren't fishing, but I'm going to totally use it because it was. It, Ann does make it really easy. Like, I think, when did I contact you, Ann? Like in usually August? Yep. About and I'll then. say, Ann, I, you know, we're looking at doing, I want to go somewhere here. I'm looking down here. I'm looking over there. What do you have as options? And then she starts to work, and she'll start talking with the, the people on the ground and say, hey, are you looking for a team? Could you use this kind of team? What about, you know, this kind of options? And then she'll, you know, then we had, I don't know, you came back to me with a couple different options. Yep. Um, that we had, and and it just kind of like this coming summer we're going to Peru, which is a totally different situation. Never been to Peru, um, but the kids ex- the kids are excited. It just worked mm-hmm. out. You could kind of see where God was pushing us in one direction and out of another one. Um, and so I would encourage you know anybody that's look you know looking to do international talk with talk with them. Um, there's a couple other different agencies around that I've worked with um, that do some international stuff. We went down to Puerto Rico a couple years ago with, through uh, through YouthWorks um, and some of the international stuff that they've done. Um, but you know LCMS World Missions and work with them. They just make it real easy to to, take, to do some of that stuff. Okay, and so. How do we get in touch with you? Uh, what do we need to know if we're looking at taking a team of youth on an international trip? Sure. So all of our current opportunities are listed at servenow.lcms.org. Now, one thing I do need to mention is that not every opportunity is a good fit for a youth sure. team. And there are age limits and, and chaperone ratios and things like that. But if you are interested, start looking there. And then there's a you know a contact us button and, get, and reach out and see if, if one of those would be a good match for, for your youth group. Very good. And I have to clarify, uh, in loco parentis, I, I used words in another language without explaining what that means. Yeah, I'm completely clueless. In, it means in place of parent. 
Uh, it's, see, now, we just talked with Cheryl Swope and talked about learning Latin. See, yeah, if we would have learned Latin, we would know I this. I would have known. But most DCEs probably know what it means because, as or any youth leader, because uh, every legal forum talks about acting in local parentis in place of parent yes. because you're taking on the responsibility. And we have those forms of, and we get them right. notarized. So, <laughs> We're all over that. So you, there is a, a whole legal side to, yeah, to taking youth on a trip. Yeah. And so that's there's yeah. a, a lot of work. But it sounds like you, you got that covered, got that all worked out. It sounds like Jim's an expert at it. So. Yes. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us today, oh, and God bless pleasure. you and, and and the upcoming trip to Peru uh, with your team. Jim Meyer, DCE yep. Community Lutheran Church, Escondido, California. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Ann Gonzalez. <laughs> you listen to the Coffee Hour. <laughs> The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.